It's your weekly main episode of Corner Spady. It's Kieran, and I'm joined by Uma. Hi. Yeah. We need to come up with like a team name for when it's just the two of us. Uh, the Catholics. The Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> Nick would feel offended if, <laughs> if the Catholics true, was Nick. not including true, him. True, 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 um, true. <laughs> um... We'll, we'll come up with something yeah now we're just uh, staring off into the distance thinking trying to the, the yeah 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 because we, we, we just we just recorded the bonus episode that you might have heard and it was a lot of Spanish chat and we we were joking about how when we usually get together it's a lot of Irish chat and then you're like oh yeah we get together and, and then you went and made tea and it was very nice but then I was just thinking I just kept thinking of like when was when was there like a Spanish Irish link up and all I could think of was like Owen O'Duffy or whatever. Oh like, my god! The Irish yeah. fascist. The fascist. <laughs> that is not our name. That is not our group name. It's the O'Duffy. It's it's Fina Finnegan. Yeah, it's Finnegan in the forties. <laughs> the blue shirts actually. Yeah, it's the blue called. shirts. Yeah. Um, oh no, I'm wearing blue. <laughs> Oh no! You're not. You're not. You're yeah. you're combining in a very nice. It's important that you realize that as like a straight man who never puts any effort into his appearance, I don't know what I'm wearing until I look down. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did look very surprised when he looked down. To oh, I'm still wearing this. It's yeah, a nice the, the t-shirt's red. Okay. Um, oh, that's, I'm I'm very sleepy, Dad. I don't know. <laughs> As long as I'm not naked, the job's been done. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would notice with how fucking cold yeah. it is. People and how they react, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're People Germans. From... They're weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're like yeah, yeah. weirdly okay with nudity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You were you we were talking about your lovely apartment, and you were like saying that you know you've got a lot of nice windows and stuff, and you have yeah. to be careful when you're showering. It's like, oh, I, I, I long abandoned that shame. It's like, if the Germans look in and see me naked, it's like, well, I saw you naked already when I looked into <laughs> your apartment. So. No, to be fair, I also don't really care. It's just like, it is what it is. If you're looking into my place, it's your fault for looking. Like, if you, you see something this. you don't like, it's not my fucking fault. Um, but it's just like, everyone here is old. So yeah. I... I but most of them are female, so if they, I I feel they probably are happier when they see my boyfriend, who does like <laughs> walk care. around naked. Yeah. No, he doesn't care either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. But no. But right in front, it's like a a Turkish family. So I don't know how they would feel. <laughs> well, your attitudes about are about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you have you uh, 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 has light culture taken over? <laughs> But like the nudity thing isn't even like culture, is it? Because it's like the Vessies hate it or whatever. It's the East even, Germans who are like yeah. the uh, uh, nudity is cool people or whatever. I think it's kind of refreshing though how how they don't care because oh, yeah. as a person from the south, you look at the people from the north like oh they're also tight like they're yeah, also yeah, yeah. you know like. If you're topless at a beach, they will yeah. spit at you or something. People in but Northern no. Europe, they love they love queuing for all the things they do. Uh, um, office jobs, public transport. Um, being naked. <laughs> being naked. They love queuing to get naked. <laughs> they just love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a video to show. I have two videos. We're, we're building a catalog of wow, things I have to show. I'm excited. I need like a pen and paper to like... <laughs> to write this down. Because <laughs> as, as, as soon as I'm done recording, I'm like... I was gonna show something new, and I fucking forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking I've forgotten everything. Um, 
What was I going to say? Oh yeah, yeah. So this is this is the first time me on the mic since um, I, I did Kieran Two Electric Boogaloo. I photoshopped <laughs> some fucking vault po- anti vault posters. Oh yes. Which okay. So uh, um, hey, if you made the effort to listen to the podcast, congratulations. They are photoshopped. Uh, a lot of people didn't realize that, and I usually when this happens, I've done this before. If you didn't know that, uh, um, I don't usually tell um, people that they've been photoshopped because the first time I did this. <laughs> First time I did this, the Volt people tried to find the posters <gasps> and take them down. Oh, that's so funny. And they just take down an SPD <laughs> like <laughs> poster <laughs> thinking that it's the corner SPD. Also, I find oh, I find hilarious. it I it does warm my soul that I can I can still you know, I feel like a young man in college. I can still whip open Photoshop and still and Photoshop troll with, people. Yeah, Photoshop with the best of them. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> thinks they're real. Um, my craft design hey, you degree. You made it. Yeah, you my craft design it. degree is used for this dumb thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I made some new Volt posters, and it's very funny. But we were we were talking about it because like I made these, I photoshopped them. It took a it, t- it took a long time to make them well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also had a small street team who uh, um, went out and took photos for me. <laughs> street photographers. I, I'm calling the street team yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because. Um, Volt is not putting any posters in the poorer parts of Berlin. Uh, um, oh yeah, and I I live in one of those parts, and there's I genuinely thought, I genuinely thought they weren't running, um, and it's and it's like until I mentioned that, and then like Nick was like, oh no, no, there's like some like I've seen on the way to work and things like that. I was like, oh shit, and then I started noticing them around the place, um, yep. and there's none here on the way to visit Uma as well. I noticed there wasn't any around. Yeah, but. Jesus, you yeah. know you're you live in a working class neighborhood when you don't see any uh, any vault posters. posters. Yeah, they've they've not tried it. Um, it's so fucking funny. Um, yeah, but I photoshopped these and I posted them into the group chat first, being like, oh, I'm going to upload these. And we were talking about how Nick was a little bit like, Ugh. because last time we did this, <laughs> we got a lot of replies from Volt people, and there was a lot of like long drawn out arguments with Volt people because they're hilarious and they. They have this thing, they have like the perfect Twitter lib German kind of uh, 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 brain poisoning, which is <laughs> one, they kind of really do believe in the like battle of facts, kind of like West Wing thing. If they just say the right thing, then I will like cower and retreat. Yeah, yeah, and... yeah. If it sounds like factual and serious, you will be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a thing that happened in the West Wing and never happens in real life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the then um, and the other side of it is they always just think that having that they can have the like last word and Ugh. always love to have the last word. This will happen with like German people responding to you on on Twitter and stuff, even when they're like agreeing with you, and they just it's just has to drop the conversation a certain point. But anyway, <laughs> you're very annoying is the point I was getting at. Uh, um, and it's very funny that they did not engage with us this time, but I did notice they did a- a- another time because uh, um, some um, very, some green retweeted it, quote retweeted it. Mm-hmm. And she was complaining that we didn't tie the posters correctly. Oh my, oh, yes. Yeah, that's also very German. (laughs) Uh, No, the German replies were so, I'm sorry. I I know I live in Germany, but they were so fucking annoying. (laughs) Like also saying like, Oh, why is it in Ger- in English? It's like it's, they're not real. Because it's Photoshop. They're not real. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. But also, like the FDP has done in language, uh, uh, um, German, uh, like 
in the September 2021 like mm-hmm. elections they had they had the very famously uh, uh, um, bad English um, make oh, in Germany oh god for like they wanted to do a made in Germany campaign but they don't understand that's like a fixed phrase you can't just like even though it is about the future or present you can't change the made to make yeah yeah um, oh that's ugh. yeah Rob always had a theory about this that like you know German companies, German political parties, blah, blah, blah. They'll always be like, all right, we need, you know, we need a French translator. We need a Spanish translator. We need a Greek translator. We need an English translation. Cracks knuckles. Let me do <laughs> like, Google Translate, baby. G- Germans are just like a little overly confident in their in their English yeah, ability. That's true. I've seen, sorry, like that's changing topics, but I have seen so many bad graffitis mm. in english yeah and my favorite favorite thing is when that graffiti like someone else has uh corrected it yeah like i don't i, I don't know what but like yeah just the, like the verb is off like yeah the really the, the really um the really quite tragic one was uh, George Floyd and the, the, the Black Lives Matter protests. <gasps> oh, God, yeah, I saw that. You, you would get a lot in Germany of I can't breath. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because the silent E at the end of English words confuses Germans. And also the German word for breath and breathe is the same, isn't it? It's like atom. It's a- atom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Both times. Uh, um, so I understand that confusion, but like... But it's like, ah, uh, but... Yeah. you're not swedish your your english isn't as good as you think <laughs> <laughs> to all the germans out there i love you but no um the oh my god and most of the people that listen to us are german and we're like you germans are so fucking they love annoying. it <laughs> you yeah. fucking hogs love it they're into bdsm <laughs> well, yeah well this was, this was the thing we did like early quarter spade we realized we had a lot of dutch listeners and all we'd been doing is just insulting the netherlands and it's like say swamp germany yeah swamp german yeah, have you yeah. never heard that before yeah no you I heard you say it, and I was like, "What is?" But that? it is like we didn't invent it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, this is what I distress. I would believe it if you if you said, "Oh, I invented this." I was like, "I would be like, yep. Yeah, sick." <laughs> seems seems a Karen thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's like a. It's the, I, lo- I love the differences between the Dutch and the Germans. Um, I love how they think each other sound. Um, my understanding is, I think I've said this before, the the Germans think Dutch people kind of sound like goofy and rural and then like yeah yeah and then but the the dutch whenever they hear german it sounds like they're watching like a dutch film set in the 1800s it sounds like a period piece like it's archaic yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) um so like yeah i I think there's more to it than that but that's that's the brief explanation again anyway <laughs> back to the vault. Back to the vault. Looking, so like a, a green person kind of like complained about it not being tied, and I'm like, cool. That um, I photoshopped a Delinka, an SPD, a, a, a Greens, and a CDU poster. I did. I did the whole. I did a lot of big gamut there. So they're <laughs> the not tying their posters. <laughs> yeah, they're not tying. The Delinka ones were good because their posters are mostly white. It's easier to photoshop. Um, but the. Yeah, there was a guy in the comments there who is like the the oh, he's like head of communications for Volt Baden Württemberg. <laughs> uh, uh, um, because of that course, is such the, a random place. The fucked state, <laughs> the absolutely fucked German state, um, Baden Württemberg. Um, yeah, because he was complaining about us, like he was like 
did not respond to the whole ties thing like not being tied properly but just like oh this fucking podcast again and i'm like lol yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah true, true, true. <laughs> and i'm just like and then i realized because um <laughs> uh i've been asked to write an article about vault and i'm going to do it eventually nice. or whatever and i do have like a google drive folder of like a bunch of things saved of like other people writing about vault or like observe like observations i've had or points i've made in the past and stuff like that mm -hmm. and one of them is a link to a very lengthy argument that me and nick had with this exact same person like two years ago oh my god and he's hey, still you're still living rent free in his mind he's still going at it yeah absolutely it's hilarious i mean i'm i'm not going to do the whole we're living rent free in his mind because i'm, I'm making this point in the article i'm what? a man obsessed well, yeah, fair enough fair enough <laughs> We did Photoshop. Well, you did Photoshop. Yeah. I think the, the best response that I gave to people complaining about it being in English um, did kind of point out that, like, everyone who likes Volt can speak English. Definitely, because they're a very middle-class party. Everyone who dislikes Volt can speak English because they're probably middle-class or immigrants, uh, um, like EU immigrants. Yeah. Um, and then everyone else who may be more likely to not speak English do not know or care what Volt is. <laughs> yeah. And that is the bulk of the population. Yeah. And they're the happiest and mentally healthiest of us all. <laughs> like a hundred percent. They don't they don't read the news daily like I do. They're like into like cars or football or dressing like a cat girl or whatever, like just normal things <laughs> that the population does. They don't they don't have like a subscription to the Financial Times. <laughs> they haven't fucked themselves like I have. <laughs> You have a subscription to the Financial Times? I know, I can't afford that. <laughs> I have a thing that gets past the Financial Times. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what the fuck mm. is wrong with you? But also, I do know all the, like, Brussels Bubbles papers. And I, I read them regularly. <laughs> and they're, they're insane. Oh, Jesus. I do, um... Yeah, they're insane. This <laughs> <laughs> is no getting around it. it. Like, you can live your entire life in Brussels and just completely ignore the European quarter. It's 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 funny how small that is, and they all just want it to be Washington DC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. God, Ugh. I do know people who work at the European Parliament. Yeah, 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 and stuff like that. Oh, I did find out about something very Brussels bubbly, but I'm still I still want to go. Um, it's not in Brussels actually; it's in Strasbourg, mm. uh, where the Parliament is meant to be sometimes. Uh, there is a museum of things that have been given as gifts to like members of the commission, MEPs and stuff like that. What? That they shouldn't have been given. Oh. So it gets put in the museum. Are you serious? Yeah. I want to go to that so that, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> like, that sounds really cool, actually. Like, what do people come up with? Like, what do people... I, I talked to a friend of mine who's in Strasbourg and one of the things she did mention was um, that she knows is in there is mm -hmm. a flag that's been on the moon. <gasps> what the fuck it's so cool yeah <laughs> and they couldn't keep that yeah, why yeah, not because like, like there's there's like rules about like you know receiving gifts when you're in like government and things like that yeah but it's not alcohol like it's a fucking flag that was on the moon that's not like so any, cool like is anything you could like argue could curry favor or whatever and it's mm. corruption like they still do this was it like a eu flag or like a usa or they didn't say hmm. i don't think there's ever been an eu flag on the moon um no i don't know i yeah. just made it up. <laughs> i just wanted to know what kind of flag i think like you give me any flag that's been on the moon and i'm just like whoa <laughs> oh yeah i don't care if it's like uh, the worst country in the world Rhodesian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the Rhodesians in a space program <laughs> 
the, the Francois flag. <laughs> Carrero Blanco put in there. The Rhodesians going to the, like the Rhodesian astronaut suit is still just like astronauts, but they're wearing those little short shorts that their soldiers oh my wore. God, don't even. <laughs> what a silly, silly uniform. Yeah, they all have names like Leopold de Klomp, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> the, whatever a Rhodesian name was, a white Rhodesian name. <laughs> what an idea you just have to be named after someone who did everyone's some... just called Leopold yeah, everyone, yeah we <laughs> like, really like, like King like... Leopold over here yeah. <laughs> Leopold did nothing wrong yeah <laughs> he was being cancelled by the woke yeah, the woke Congolese <laughs> the, the Antifa did you see um, what's his name Car- uh, Carlson Tucker that fox guy yes he was like Antifa are the armed forces of the democratic party (laughs) and they must be stopped what and that was like yesterday it's like I thought we were over this we really do need to go back to the era of every political party having an armed wing though (laughs) oh that would be just do that bring it back just yeah yeah what could go wrong what could go wrong (laughs) I'm sure history has nothing to say about this. <laughs> I'm a historian and I approve. <laughs> you you I understand nothing that, wrong like, with this. I say we should bring this back because I would, you know, in my infinite wisdom, would definitely be a part of the militia that is good and will be remembered fondly by history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As something I will definitely know in the moment. Hey, winners write the history books. So. Exactly. So you you know, just shoot the hardest. Just win. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking win. <laughs> Have you tried winning? <laughs> Have you fucking tried winning? So and we're becoming like a male influencer, like podcast all of a sudden. Have you tried getting a Lamborghini? Have you tried winning? <laughs> you and your political ministry for the party of for like Ciotodanos or whatever the, the militia wing of like Ciotodanos <laughs> needs to get a fucking Lamborghini. Also, water is poison. <laughs> Drink only whiskey. Water t- makes you gay. Water makes and you we gay. We don't want to be gay. Yeah. It turns the what did Joe Rogan say? It turns the frogs gay. Oh no, that was Alex Jones. Oh Alex. Yeah. Oh wow. I just confused them all. Yeah. They're just the fucking same. They're yeah. very much the same height and skin tone. Very red. The two and of them. They're built the same. No, like they're just like 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 squares. Like little. They are. Squares. They are squares, but uh, uh, Joe Rogan is square brackets muscle. Uh, Alex Jones is ah, it's fat, yeah. 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 Alex yeah. Jones is like Alex Jones is square brackets muscle with fat on top. <laughs> yeah, man. Have you seen that? I'm just like being like, have you seen? Have you seen that clip of uh, Miley Cyrus at Joe Rogan's uh, podcast? No. It's um, I don't know why the Miley's fuck been on it. Um, maybe she was like. By doing publicity for like her new album, Probably, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, sure. It was kind of recently, but like they huh? talked about drag queens. Oh, yeah. Um, they showed a clip of like some drag queen, I don't know, and Miley was like, "Oh yes, I, I fucking love her. She's so great." Da da da. And Joe Rogan was like, "Oh, but they all do the same. Like they all do the same kind of moves and whatever." And she just turns to him and goes like, "That's so funny. That's what I think when I hear your show." <laughs> <laughs> and like my hands. That and that is literally me like i just confuse all these people because yeah. for me it's just the same yeah, fucking just yelling 
Yeah, I don't understand. A full-blown investigation has to be launched as to why Miley Cyrus went to the fucking Who Joe Rogan this? podcast show or whatever. <laughs> what fucking PR guy did this? Um, it's such a random combination. The right? tone, the tones of the two. Um, I agree that I can see why you're 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 confusing the two because like they definitely have that like re- that that same like reddish white guy <laughs> pigment. Um, that's also kind of tanned because they live in warmer parts of the country. Yeah, and it just yell into their mic. So this is the thing. Like, no, that's Alex Jones. Alex right? yells. Yeah. Joe doesn't. Joe's ah, just like oh, Joe's just dumb as that, hell, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just like oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Mikey, pull that up. It's, it's like true, very yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, correct. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, Alex Jones have... is just like <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, yeah, true, true. yeah. He's the meme. He's mm. mostly the meme because he's always yelling. Right? Okay. Yes, I'm being there's educated. A, there's, a, there's a there's a death metal band that Nick really likes that just takes audio clips. I of saw. Yeah yeah, 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 he played that to yeah. me. <laughs> of course he has. You've known Nick for more than five minutes. Of course he's played that to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He um, what, who's the other one? Oh, Jordan B. Peterson. But he just cries into the mic. And he also sounds like Kermit the Frog. Oh my god, he does. Yeah, like you can just do. Uh, he um, does. See, that's how that's how Franco sounded, kind of. Yeah, so that's like the, just like like he was choking all the, the time. It's yeah. the really weird thing of like Kermit the Frog is so big, and like everything that Jim Henson has created is so big that you kind of forget that like Jim Henson was pulling from real life. Like he knew yeah. people who sounded, who like, sounded this, like that. That this is like an accent that can happen in the States. Yeah. But it just stopped because Kermit became so big and everyone who sounded like that were just like, yo, cut that shit We need out. to. We need to. Yeah. It's like a fucking Evolve Muppet. or something. Yeah, because yeah, you can just yeah, do yeah. like... Um, I see these boys with tears in their eyes. and That's and exactly how Franco sounded. <laughs> no, like, I'm not kidding. Like, I, don't, I don't have an... I don't have an... Uh, 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 um, God, I, I don't have enough knowledge of Franco to do the successful, like, to do the bit justice of uh, uh, um, Jordan B. Peterson Franco. Uh, uh, jo- Jordan B. Franco, I guess, or whatever. Oh, Franco-son. Hang on. Wait. This sort of sounds like... See, the thing is, because... I see the... I it's see. like old um, film. Yeah. Like old mic. It sounds lower than it actually was. Right. Like, if you if you read about how he was, yeah. how he spoke, it was just like, very high and like, you know, mm. like... Da, da. But here he's also doing a speech, so he's trying to prepared. be more mainly manly yeah. or whatever. But, um, but like, yeah, the thing is, like, every time we would get something from Franco, it would be dubbed as well as the other side. You'd have, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so, this so. is the same thing that, like, uh, uh, Milo from Trash Future always says about, like, Putin is, like, most people who interact with Putin always hear him, like, with the English dub over it, and they don't realize that, like, his voice most of the time is just, like, uh, well, yeah, maybe that point is fine. And it's just, like, it's yeah, very, yeah, like, yeah. boring. Oh, yeah, Milo, Milo speaks Russian, Russian right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like also that's just with everything. If you're not from an English, like from a country that speaks that, like, it's, it's hard like to with, know the differences. Like, yeah, and how the, people actually sound. And I've been watching a lot of anime, and this is very important. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been watching a lot of anime, and like, um, so I got Crunchyroll, which feels like is a mistake. I'm going to regret at some point, <laughs> but I'm watching a lot of anime. And it's one of the things that I, I definitely missed 
uh, uh, from that era of like dubbing uh, uh, or like mm-hmm. subtitles that were done online, like fan subtitles, is that they would always put little like cliff notes and like explainers okay. in like brackets somewhere. Yeah. Of like, um, they'll translate what they're saying, but then like up in the corner is like, they're doing... Um, they're talking about this thing. Well, no, it's like at this point they're doing an accent. Like they're doing like a, ah. a co- they're doing like a Japanese country accent, and you'll just be there like listening to the audio, and like I have noticed no difference at all, um, because like it's hard to know when you don't speak the language. Yeah. The like when these things can get different. Yeah. No, that's the thing with Spanish dubbing with mm. er- because they we dub everything. Mm. Absolutely everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know now that I I watch everything in its original version, you just notice so it's so annoying because all these nuances all these like yeah changing your accent to make fun of someone or this Mm. character is explicitly british and their whole fucking personality is that they're british in an american movie you you don't get that in this always in the spanish version because like they all have fucking madrid accents yeah (laughs) (laughs) so if they make a reference to one character being British, you're like, oh, okay, like whatever, because mm. you don't hear the difference. You, you yeah. Yeah, and you then there'll be it. like, and there'll be so many like assumptions about the character that you're meant to get just by immediately knowing that they have a different accent. Exactly, yeah. 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 Or like, I don't know, if there's like a scene of this person trying to, well, like pronouncing something, but the others don't understand them, him mm. because he's British how how do you do that in spanish like you just yeah. get a very weird scene yeah, yeah, yeah and everyone's just like okay what what happened whatever <laughs> like the only time i have ever noticed it because yeah you get it you get it a lot in um you do get a lot with anime um where if you're watching subtitled there'll be a bunch of like regional assumptions about the characters that you would no. know as a japanese speaker but you don't know when you're yeah, not exactly uh, and then there'll always be dubs that are like oh this person is from like okinawa so we've given them like a southern bell accent from america and you're just like okay oh. <laughs> and it's that like, is a bold choice it's a bold choice and i'm sure that maybe works kind of but um yeah then the only time i've ever like noticed it before is uh, um gosh the the there's a great there's a great show it's on netflix uh called a very secret service and it's yes yeah it's about the the french secret service yeah yeah, 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 yeah. in the 60s and it's like it's just a, a very good satire and stuff like that and mm-hmm. um the, the one great line in the beginning of the show is like when the guys join the secret service he's like being interrogated about like all these questions to try mm-hmm. and get in and he's just like and one of the questions is who won world war ii and he goes uh, uh france and clearly about to say the others yeah. and before he can say the others he just guy goes correct <laughs> just... <laughs> that is yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's um, how french people see it but they do have a whole scene uh, a whole episode where they're talking with the cia Okay. Um, but they're speaking they got people to like speak french because it's a french made show blah blah yeah. blah um but like they do the american speaking french accent beautifully and so obviously like even that i could pick pick up on it it's just like yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. like literally like saying beaucoup beaucoup and things oh like my that gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah see that's good like re- uh, recently i was watching when i was back home yeah. We were watching this movie from the 1950s or 40s or something like that. And it was dubbed in Spanish. Yeah. Right? And we were just watching it. 
and then suddenly it's in american and like yeah, in english yeah. with subtitles for like three minutes and then it goes back to being dubbed and i was like what what the hell was that yeah it's because of um uh censorship oh. because it was censored during because oh, it was the 40s and 50s okay that was franco time yeah so literally the scene that was censored was like her saying how she was raped and, oh shit and like how she but how she like wanted to have sexual relationships and stuff like that yeah and obviously that in a Catholic no, Franco. No, 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 it never happens. No one has yeah, sex. Yeah, no one has sex. No Whether one. she said yes or not, no one has sex. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I remember my parents and I were like, what the fuck just happened? And then my dad was like, ah, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, mm. So they just they just only... So the uncensored version that now exists just puts in the undubbed scene. Because the... the yeah, because the... Um, the... Like, the... Dubbing actors or whatever it's dead. called. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. dead. They're yeah. dead. So like now they just have to, if you don't want it to sound super weird and suddenly modern for like three minutes, yeah, you yeah. have to just put the actual film with like subtitles. But it's such a weird like thing. You're just like, whoa, what yeah, the fuck what happened here? just happened there? Like, especially if you don't speak English, you're like, hey, <laughs> what is this? Who are these people? Yeah, this yeah, film yeah. is clearly set in Madrid. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Empire State Building yeah. in the background. <laughs> But yeah, my my dad would tell me how like they would censor so much in in certain movies that yeah, like when he watched it uncensored, he was like, "What is going on?" Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they would just completely change the the story mm. because they had censored so much, or they just would make the characters say something that they weren't saying in the original, right? Just to you know change the fact that yeah that this character maybe was having sex or maybe was in love with like a person of color or like whatever yeah, you know, like no, yeah, these yeah. things that you didn't want <laughs> there was a muslim character he's gone he's, yeah <laughs> no he was completely cut off <laughs> or he just keeps coming in being like i'll love jesus yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> i'm gonna convert to catholicism yeah, my, hell yeah my name's my name's mo it's not short for anything don't think about it <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh anyway all of this is to say that we have an interview with oh yeah yeah <laughs> has nothing to do with them yep. nothing to do with it at all um we have an interview now lined up uh, um with avik and zasha from uh, um lucy liebt and um yeah i'm gonna cut to that now uh, take it away kieran from the past <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm joined by Avik and Sasha in the first take of this introduction uh, from Lutherat Liebt. And we're going to be talking about, as everyone could guess, uh, Lutherat, the uh, the top tourist destination in West Germany right now. Everyone's coming to visit. Uh, just coal everywhere on the ground. Pick it up. Use it as a, a paperweight. Um, do whatever you want with it. Don't burn it. That's all we ask, please. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so obviously anyone paying attention to the news and also our last episode, we talked a little bit about what's happening in Lutzerat. Um, I'm still very proud that I'm pronouncing Lutzerat correctly. And I think we want to go into a little bit more detail. So uh, um, very good listening to the show. Flo, put us in touch with some people actually on the ground. So um, I guess my first question to uh, the both of you is, um, what's going on? <laughs> what is any of this? <laughs> Mm. 
uh, as in what's going on right now after the whole I'd say no the the, the the context what what is what is happening in Lucerat why is why are protesters even there to begin with why have the cops come along the the give for anyone who didn't catch the last episode and needs the the wider context um, so basically Lutzerat is uh, a village in northern Westphalia, uh, which is a state in uh, western Germany. And there's a lot of coal, there's like the, one of the biggest coal mines in Europe and in this part of the world is Gasweiler 1 and Gasweiler 2. These two in itself have a huge common emission. They, uh, they consist of lignite, which is in German called brown coal. Uh, lignite is the most polluting uh, fossil fuel out there. And Germany, which has already enough carbon emissions, has decided to keep burning this because of whatever reason. And th- there are, there's so much going on here. There is also like um, the whole, uh, this is an agricultural land. It's very rich, alluvial soil. Mm-hmm. And there was a farmer here who was who became pretty famous called Eckhard Neukamp. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eckhart uh, was the last farmer of Lutzerat. Um, and there are quite a lot of interviews of Eckhart going on screen and talking about how important it is to keep the soil because of how good the soil is and how much, uh, how many livelihoods it uh, sustains. Mm. And uh, recently the, there was a German election where the Greens came into party with the SPD, which is uh, it's a green-black coalition in the state. It's the yes. CDU. CDU, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Christian Democratic yeah. Union. Um, yes. And they came into power in the state. And the, the people who voted for the Greens are, again, I mean, the Greens no longer are what they started off as, which was this kind of leftist, environmentalist party. And now they don't have any of those traits. So the people who did vote for them are bit uh, frustrated about what they have done which is have a deal behind closed doors mm. uh, with uh, the RVA which is the company which owns these uh, two big gas mines uh, gas wilders. these not these gas mines but these like um, coal mine pits right and yeah so recently uh, recently the police decided to drop by and evict a bunch of activists who were squatting this village very successfully they had created, I mean, it wasn't just about the coal, uh, like cause these people have been here for two, three years mm. and they had the community, they had built tree houses, they had made it uh, an alternative sustainable form of living where uh, not just climate activists, like, but no border activists and other activists would come here and um, try to have a vacation while also doing some activism because I don't think most activists get any kind of vacation. You want to add something to that? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's 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 pretty much that. It's like a it's like a village that is that has two main points. Like the one is to show concretely that the coal underneath, and we are not talking about a bit of coal. We're talking about over two hundred and eighty million tons of coal. I don't know if you can imagine that, but it's like it's greatest amount. Like the whole mine has thirty square kilometers, so it's like a really really huge hole in the middle of northern Westphalia. And they want to burn all that coal. 
um, even though we know that it's not it, it's not in alignment with the 1.5 degree. So if we do not want to burn further carbon emission and be responsible for even more um, sorrow and even more misery and death in the especially in the global south, but also like around here, then we can. It's impossible for us to allow people to actually burn this coal and to allow profits to go over over people's livelihoods and lives. And, and the other thing is that there was actually a utopia built, as, as Avik already said. So I think, um, and we can see that also that people from all over the world, we got so much solidarity. Um, and yeah, that's basically the place it, as it used to be. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about the, the international solidarity stuff uh, towards the end. But uh, yeah, the, the, the sheer scope of what is actually happening, I think, is hard for a lot of people to grasp, I, I think. I think most people outside of Germany learned about Lutzerath because of the the photos of the police basically in front of the giant mining equipment. And people thought like, people, a lot of people's first reactions was like, oh, this is some cool art from a video game that's coming out, right? This isn't real. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. The the size of this, the, the comp- like comprehending like 2 million tons uh, uh, is, not a, is not something I think anyone can actually do until they've seen it. Um, okay, so that, that's that's a very good summary of what's what's been happening here, and uh, um, and thank you very much for that. The the first thing I kind of want to talk about is uh, because I think a lot of people who have seen a little bit of footage and stuff are a bit interesting. But um, what kind of like structures and forms of protest have the people in Lucerat actually been doing? I, I think a lot of people have seen the the stilts. The you mentioned already the tree houses. The the kind of like squatting in existing buildings is there anything else that people should know about or can you describe a little bit what's going on there is civil disobedience at the basic level um we had people come in here from like france Hmm. uh, where it's it's much i guess police violence is much worse and escalation on both sides is very high and these people were like you know they were part of the demonstration that happened on the saturday the 14th um, and these uh, they, they were impressed by the way that how strong people remain even when there's like uh, people dressed up in full uniform with like helmets batons pepper sprays um, like they have a belt of uh, skills like they train day in day out these people to uh, you know uh, to be physically strong and when like there's a gr- big strong group of people running into you it's very difficult to stay in that human chain um, and if Avik says people he means pol- the police yeah the yeah. police yeah yeah um sometimes they're not the same it's a joke it's a joke please don't i'll say it me. not as a joke if you want <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> i'm out here with my name <laughs> i don't need any more court cases um <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, the police, uh, whenever they would be running into these uh, activists and and the, there was a French comrade who uh, walked up to me and was like, you know, it's for me, it was very different to stay in that human chain, in that lock-on, uh, despite all these, or, or like, you know, people padded up with pepper sprays, batons running into us. And mm. There are so many videos out there, like uh, like the uh, picture you talked about, this was actually one of our... Um, uh, is, is a freelance journalist who does like activism and is part of our organization to an to an extent. 
uh, it was this person's photo that became viral and this person actually even came up to and was like ah my fo- my photo went viral and i'm not getting any money for it but i'm like yeah <laughs> at the same time like yeah it's it's making us go viral but we are happy about it but at the same time this person is losing out on potential uh, money hmm. but yeah the french uh, the french comrades were like i've never done this before where there are people running in and we stayed in that uh, lockdown it was very empowering for them hmm. um but that's one level of, of uh, action but there was also like uh, spontaneous tripod actions where because of the laws here in germany and also because of the police training uh, not every police person is allowed to go above a certain height which is 1.8 meters 2.5 2.5 meters uh anything above 2.5 they are not allowed to uh like enter an evict or like approach an activist so i think it's there's a word for it which is called uh, um uh, deliberate uh, uh the word slips me but it's hmm. like where you endanger yourself deliberately you put yourself in a precarious position so that uh, you can hold on to that ground Yes. And there were instances of police even not like uh, we had uh, we have footage of this where a police person was entering uh, a structure which was above 2.5 meters mm. and if it went for the journalists on the ground journalists who were also involved with the organizations running in and telling them that they are doing something illegal the police people would have kept doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like yeah, absolutely. I I I believe that 100%. Um There's- there is even more hilarious footage uh, of like uh, police pepper spraying themselves <laughs> yeah. oh a class a classic of the genre we love it <laughs> actually you could check and um, probably you could check by on youtube by now because there's been quite some hilarious um, mistakes or like fails of the police <laughs> of which one is pepper spraying themselves another one is having a huge um, like truck with a water cannon but the wind was so strong that the water actually ended turning around in the air and just sprinkling on the policeman beautiful and <laughs> i think another one is a cherry picker which is normally used to evict people from trees because how will they get up there they use a cherry picker mm. um and then which is like a platform that can go up i don't know if everyone is aware of that yeah. um which is based on a truck and then the truck got just stuck in the mud and they were not able to release it for hours and everyone in the trees was just sitting there and watching as a comedy how the police was trying to get out of the mud with this whole truck yeah the uh, my understanding as someone who's um very online and that's the extent of my existence um the mud has been helping out quite a bit um I, I, I... <laughs> yeah. comrade mud i guess in this situation uh yeah yeah um which actually, I, I need to I need to ask this because this is this is a very stupid question. Not to, to disrupt the very serious topic, but uh, online there's been a huge debate as to whether to call the guy who pushed the the cop down the mud wizard or the mud monk. Um, and I'm wondering if you can settle this debate. I think mud wizard sounds better. Yeah, but I would go for Mad Monk actually because also even oh, no, the, the movement. I don't know it was the Franciscana like some kind of um, monks I guess they were not even distancing themselves. It was also something that went in the in the media because um, people were actually discrediting what the monk did because it's po- violence against the police. Oh, no. Where at this point I really have to mention that what the hell are people looking at if this is the only evidence they find for activists being aggressive towards the police while we have thousands of thousands of videos yeah. that were shot by activists and by journalists of the 
of the police being completely disproportionately violent against all activists. I really am begging all people to just look at this evidence and accept that the police was violent as hell mm. and that this is just one point where it gets visible how problematic the system of police is because it's a way of being violent that especially marginalized people in society and racialized people in society experience every single day or like every time they have contact with police as a side note um however i would really want people to to see that this monk is a hilarious person that was just trying to um yeah put something on camera that is actually a quite serious topic yeah yeah, no, I, I've been, I've been like, yes, absolutely. I've been roughhoused by my siblings harder than that monk uh, um, or wizard roughhoused that police officer. Like, absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, speaking of the, the whole police, if they're following their training, which is a big if, uh, um, can't endanger people. Um, I was wondering if you could describe the tunnels, because I believe the, the, the tunnels are a similar tactic again. Well, um, I guess the yeah the whole point of the tunnels um, was to hinder the eviction from taking place fast um, because it's just very difficult to evict people from a tunnel because people don't like the police doesn't know where the tunnel is they can only uh, estimate they don't know where the people in the tunnel are which is much. Um, more difficult than um, when people are on trees and it's also very hard to evict them because you can basically not um, or like it, it helps the whole hindering the whole process of eviction because you cannot use um, heavy machinery above the tunnels to evict people from trees for example and we actually um, experienced that like they stopped evicting our barrio which is like a um, like some part of the village where people were living in a lot of tree houses and they couldn't evict us because they couldn't bring the cherry pickers as they were afraid that people uh, built the tunnel underneath and the tunnel would fall uh, like would mm, how you call it be destroyed hmm. cave in yeah 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 the, the the caving in risk is the that was the first way I heard the tunnels explained to me that like you couldn't go after people in them because it could cave in uh, um, which is fair but yeah I didn't consider the the whole you can't put equipment on top of the tunnels aspect of it. It's all very clever. Well done. Um, <laughs> from- yeah, and it's actually it's actually really important because like the whole point was to to get more time to get more people mm-hmm. being aware of the subject because and that's something they really mentioned. No, it's not about the tunnel. Like they don't want to be heroes of tunnels, and I think they're partly displayed as that uh, as such. It was mm. great what they did, but the whole point of them doing it was to get even more attention to the whole subject of Lützerath and of climate justice in general yeah. and like all the you know like all the other fights all in the world that are connected to climate justice especially in the global south where people have been fighting for tens of years and like to give this whole subject more time that's what was the purpose of, of them um yeah it was also to buy time uh, keep in mind, uh, uh, the tunnels were right above uh, like a treehouse structure, and these tree houses were connected with traverses. Mm. So what the police did was they sent in these special units, these SAK, SAK people, who would then climb up without cherry pickers, so they could cannot keep up with the uh, with the activists who are used to traveling in these traverses, and they can get around these tree, trees before the SEK can even climb up these trees. And without a cherry picker, they're not fast enough. Um, and there was a certain night where there were um, 
two to three activists stranded on like trees, which and there was like winds of like seventy kilometer per hour. Oh jeez! Okay. And to see activists just hanging on to these trees as the trees swinging in one direction, uh, like it wasn't safe for them. They're like twenty, thirty meters high up in the air mm-hmm. on a tree that's bending to wind. And and keep in mind, it's also like around these trees there were other tree house structures. Like there was uh, trees around these uh, trees, not just near this small forest, uh, which had been cut down. So the so the wind speed was even higher. People were willing to endanger themselves just so that they can buy some time and get some exposure about Lucy. Mm-hmm. And the police had no, they had no, like they didn't care about the safety of these people. Like they literally left three activists on on trees high up there and telling them, oh, please come down now. Otherwise, you're going to die. And there was no SEK at that time. It was like two o'clock in the night. And there were, I mean, me and some other journalists on the ground just saw like these activists up there risking their lives. Somehow they managed to get ended up getting uh, traverse connected to their treehouse um, and get to safety. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, so I think there's one thing I just want to ask because you're mentioning journalists on the ground. Um, how do you feel? Uh, um, how do you feel coverage of everything Lucerat has been in the media? Uh, do you think it's been fair? Do you like? I've seen I've seen events like this before. I've seen things like Enda Galenda um, basically be ignored by wider media, or maybe Germany talks about it, but then it doesn't really go much further than that. Uh, this time feels a little bit different, but I don't know if that's just the kind of like bubble that I'm in. And I was wondering what your what your opinion on that was. Yes, this time was definitely a lot more wide. I think uh, the community here had like two years to prepare themselves connect themselves with other uh, movements mm-hmm. in, for example, Royava or movements in America. Mm. Um, I mean, also, like, uh, I sound like a broken mod, uh, recorder when I quote Chomsky, this manufacturing consent and the government's propaganda model. Yeah. Um, but there's also, like, extensive coverage by other um, authors like Brian Glick or Eric McVeigh about how mainstream media is somewhat owned by the state and they do cater to the needs of the state. Yeah. There are also right-wing media out there who will literally paint us as, as uh, terrorist activists and like people who um, are like, you know, radical leftists and like we're trying to overtake the climate movement. But at the end of the day, the climate movement is about... Um, colonization which is cap- capitalism which is based on colonization yeah and the people here in 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 Lutsi are aware of that i think they talk about it very extensively uh just because they're aware of how 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 twisted the system is like lobbyism like th- this deal to keep uh to keep the mining going uh for the next seven years, it happened behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. There was no involvement of the whole Green Party as like uh, uh, like the whole, I don't know the term, uh, English word, I would say like cabinet. Okay, yeah. I don't know the German word, yeah. I guess the cabinet wasn't involved. Yeah, and I think it's it was quite frustrating actually that um, we've seen how even leftist media was covering what happened, was covering the activists, was covering personal stories, but what they did not really cover and what they did not 
broadcast was the content that we actually wanted to make. Hmm. And I think that is an issue in almost all the media landscape that we have so far, that they do not want to um, connect the fights that we or the, the subject that we actually have to connect, which is climate justice connected to capitalism, connected to colonialization and all the, the problems that, that arise from those topics. Like, obviously, we had here a police that was working um, according to what the government wanted them to do, which was protecting the profits of an of a big enterprise that is responsible for um, death in all over the world through the emissions they produce and activists trying to fight against that and to stand against that with their bodies and being completely demolished by a by a huge police that was there and that this is like a huge like this is connected to capitalism as such was not really covered in the media and that it also is connected to yeah to colonization and the whole story that germany has was also not really brought into media and we really hope that now as the attention is there people will start asking themselves reflecting on the subject and see that there is a connection that you can just not deny mm -hmm. the yeah the oh sorry go on one thing one thing to add would be um the um the global warming is caused by capitalism it's there's a direct correlation between these two um, what else? I had something else to do, but no, sorry, go on. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, no, don't don't worry. I think our audience of the podcast would be, you know, a hundred percent on board with that statement. Um, the I find it kind of interesting this kind of media narrative because a lot of things have been thrown at Lutzerat and and also kind of uh, uh, um, more of the the smaller urban protests of like you know blocking streets and things like that, like using the word eco terrorist to describe someone who's standing in the way of traffic is always a bit um i'm not sure how long that's going to work for the general public it kind of just at, at face seems kind of ridiculous at least um <laughs> kind of like. have you have you seen uh there was a, a morgan berliner morgan post uh, article from a week ago about uh, i mean this was just before the day of the demonstration uh this was during like when eviction was in full go and there was a, a action there was like a bunch of activists, like 200 or 300 of them, who went out into the streets of Berlin and then they spray painted the Apple store, they spray painted uh, Deutsche Bank, and then they spray painted another office, the Green Party office. Mm. They burned a bunch of, because um, I guess it's, uh, they knew that the police were out here in Lutzerat, and since these activists, they, their schedules didn't permit them to come here, they decided to do some kind of action regarding Lutzerat and to show their anger in some form. Yeah. Which was to go and spray paint uh, Deutsche Bank with Lutzi Blythe and uh, uh, other slogans like that. I can send you the article if you're interested and if oh, you want to come across it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think one of the other things that is being kind of weaponized with the, the narrative of uh, Lucerat is also the energy crisis in, in Germany, despite the fact that uh, plans for Lucerat have existed for years before uh, uh um years before like the energy crisis began uh, um and also we we've had like con like very boring academic reports but still very accurate reports saying that like even if all the coal was burnt under Lutzerat, that wouldn't help the energy crisis it, it's not enough um so 
It yes, and also to add up on that, like it's not even solving any part of the energy crisis if we are burning this, like if we are um, distracting this coal now, because it cannot be burned until certain, like I think in two or three years, mm. because there's there's still a lot of coal that has already been distracted. So there's no point in, at all to take this coal now and burn it. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I, I think that's important. I think a lot of media uh, relies on people's ignorance of how any of this works, that like you just pick up the coal and pop it in the oven and you've got energy or something. That That's how it works. <laughs> the um, God, there was, there was a third point about Lutzerat, but oh, yeah, sorry. The, the And also, I think the, the very obvious kind of greenwashing, the... My understanding, and I might be wrong about this, is that like the whole deal with Lutzerat and RVA or or WE is that they were allowed to go ahead with like this mine, the agreement they made with the Greens, and the Greens got out of that, uh, bringing the date of twenty thirty eight to twenty thirty, um, which defeats the purpose if we all just you know burn fifty fifteen years worth of coal in seven years, like it's not really. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it doesn't really it doesn't work. Help us. I think it just makes our demise quicker. Yeah. Yeah, and probably lines the pockets of some rich people more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that's. I think that's once you remove all those kind of like various points that you've made and the 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 like, it won't help the energy crisis uh, and the twenty thirty date thing doesn't really help too much either. Then it it becomes very obvious that it's about making one of Germany's biggest companies even bigger and richer. So yes, but I wonder if everyone understands though. I'm I'm sometimes really wondering if mm. there are still people who believe that this 2030 um, deal actually has anything positive on it, because you know it, it has an effect to to talk about years. It's just that we shouldn't talk about years. We should talk about a budget, and if we like if we don't stay beneath what we can possibly burn, then yeah, we are pretty much fucked. Yeah. The the thing I keep thinking about with in terms of dates as well is also like we can agree that Germany stops burning coal or like even all fossil fuels by 2030 but if we don't like they could easily just shift those uh, energy requirements to another country and then on paper Germany is not doing anything but um, Poland has a fuck ton of coal so like if they just make a little <laughs> deal on the side there it's not really worth worth much but, uh, exactly or having like all the coal replaced by gas is also not the solution oh and i think that's something <laughs> worth keeping in mind that endigland is for example working like another um activism uh group is in germany which is quite big is working against gas now because if it um yeah if it's just the gas is fracked in in the us um or if there's a deal with qatar for tens of years to yep. to get some other kind of energy which is also just dirty and not a solution then yeah we're not doing any better no no the uh, um yeah last i heard of like the people from Glenda, they're they're doing protests up in was hamburg for the like the new lng ports that are being built there to get the american fracked gas yeah uh yeah. Um, fun fun i love the i love the tradition in germany of you know we we're getting cut off by one like very dodgy energy source let's replace it with an equally, oh, if not dodgier, energy source. I mean, at least it has less carbon emissions, but is it really the solution we need right now? Because our globe, global, there's a global crisis regarding climate change. Hmm. 
like um george carlin said like it's not the planet that's fucked it's we who are fucked because the planet will just keep planet on keep existing going. yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> just, we're just like a bad case of the sniffles some some uh, some amoebas will have a, a great time after we're gone um Sorry, um, people keep walking into the press container. Oh, that's all right. Uh, that's absolutely fine. Everyone's all smiles. That's good. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's... <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the planet... Yeah, no, you're right. The, the planet will be, like, absolutely fine. And, uh, um, you know, they can they can do without us, I guess. So it is, it is about saving lives. And to that extent, like, you know, the LNG might be better in terms of carbon emissions but then like i don't know you have several households in the united states whose tap water is suddenly on fire or like what is it, like sinkholes yep. and minor earthquakes and stuff occur in in parts of america that are usually quite poor already so it's it's yep. uh, not great um right sorry uh, uh we got off on a little tangent there uh one of the other things that i wanted to talk about before letting you guys go was um international solidarity um you you uh, uh, um some of my co-hosts who unfortunately couldn't be here today uh um have been paying attention to the fact that like the the zapatistas in the u.s have like uh, um you know done solidarity actions and i was wondering if um you can inform us of like the scope of that who's been involved who's been supportive if if you know um yeah, it's been it's been actually crazy. Like we didn't even expect so much solidarity to happen. But um, there's an international solidarity um, video gonna go on social media. Um, I think either tonight or tomorrow you can check it out. Um, where we're trying to capture all the solidarity messages we got, and it's just impossible because there are too many. Too many. Way too many. It's it's like like it goes all the way from people. Um, which are quite close, like in Europe from Czechia or something, and it goes over protesters in Iran and the Zapatistas, as you already mentioned, in Mexico, and people from Uganda, people from like different countries in South America, I think also. Um, there was even a, like, there was a press conference on Lützerath in Uganda, actually, which is just crazy. Just imagine that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah. So neither yeah. could we, neither could we <laughs> like a couple of days ago. I think it was like a five hour video and we had to keep cutting voices or like putting them together. So it could be like two minutes. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> no, five hours was an overstatement. That was definitely <laughs> not true. No, no, that's fair. Probably three hours, something like three hours. <laughs> Let's say two and a half. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's be in the middle here. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Absolutely, that's absolutely wonderful to hear, though, because, like, I, again, that is something that um, if I weren't paying attention to people who are there and on the ground, is this is the kind of stuff I would not be hearing about, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is also, this is the point, like, we can actually connect fights to that, and which is not, it's not us who can do that, but it's people doing that all the time by just um, showing solidarity even though they have their own fights there for tens of years and they are doing it under a lot bigger risk and also a lot bigger pressure because a lot of them are already affected much more than we are here in Germany by climate change and the climate crisis mm. but still they are like taking 
that time and then um it is it is actually possible for us also to um yeah to to give more attention to their struggles because for a lot of reasons that we've already talked about which has a lot to do with power hierarchies and um white um, privileges that people are not paying the necessary attention to the fights that are in the struggles that are happening um in so many other countries and yeah we are we just hope that people will take take into account what is already happening and support those fights over there great yeah and no. all over the world all over the world <laughs> over there being the most of the planet uh <laughs> yeah. Exactly. um yeah no we we recently did an, a, an episode where we kind of like recapped all the stuff uh we we looked at all the lists that were recapping the events of 2022 and the um the amount of attention given to those massive floods in pakistan versus other things that happened is um is upsetting in and of itself so yeah um right so um, we're approaching the end of our time. So uh, um, once again, Sasha and Avik, thank you so much for uh, coming on and talking to me. Is there any uh, anything that you want to uh, mention before I let you go? Uh, what do you think is the most important thing for people to understand about what is happening out there and what is they're doing? For me, I personally can't wait for some expose coming out in a few years where we found find out more about this shady deal that happened behind closed doors. Mm. Uh, might become like a second gas bomb, except it's not outsourced. Yeah, we we can't attach the uh, the whole Russia is big and scary side to it. It's it's a German company that did. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sasha, sorry, anything? I wouldn't end, end on that. I wouldn't end, end end on that note. I would end on something more positive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that is <laughs> okay something more positive actually I, I can give you some positive outcome. excellent no, you don't have to I can do it too uh, okay, you say something it. and then maybe I come up with something positive but maybe you go first I can too but I'd be making it up so I know okay. I'm thinking about it okay I think that this is a problem I think it's way too negative no I'm gonna start with something positive now because I think that's something that we um kind of haven't covered like it's super important that the the focus is on the police violence that is happening and hopefully also putting light on on all the, on the racist system of the police and all the issues coming with that however we also want to to stress the amount of people that have been there that actually like made it possible for for this uh, civil disobedience action to happen where people ran towards Zizarat because they were 35,000 people on this demonstration and thousands of them being wanting to, willing to to do civil disobedience, to go against the law because they know that what is legal is not necessarily legitimate and in this case it's definitely not. So we've seen people from all ages, from all different parts of society um, coming and being in this place together and I think we um, we saw many people getting politicized over Lützerath. So um, if we manage to find ways that people can organize themselves further for climate struggle and against the, the capitalist system and against the police violence um, that is happening all along, then we can actually have a much more active climate justice movement within Germany and beyond. And I think that we got a lot of strength during this whole process. So Lützerath was always a concrete place where change was needed to happen, but it was also always more. It was like a, a place where people could structure themselves and and get together, and I think that this strength will take it and further struggles. Yeah, I mean, um, not so long ago, um, slavery was also legal, and there was uh, 
as Louis Arthur said, like state apparatuses, apparatuses that would keep you know this this slavery in uh, in in power. Like they would make sure that this was happening. And it's, I mean, it's not the same right now. It's it's still there is still lobbyism ha- happening. There is still corruption in in our state. And if people are if people just open their eyes, they look around what's happening around them. See what kind of shady deals happen behind closed doors. What what kind of um, what what is a huge there's a huge difference between Europe and the global South, and the difference keeps getting bigger and bigger because a very small part of the population have most of the wealth, not just in the global South but it also in Europe or in the Western world. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right, and on. I'm sorry, that's not positive. I'm getting, oh, yeah. uh, I, I throwing like, things at me. It's like, ah, that is not positive. I was like, um, oh, I'm in Europe. Is, I'm rich, I guess. Yay. <laughs> I guess what is positive is uh, how empowering it was to see thousands of people run towards the police. And despite police uh, brutally like assaulting these people, uh, stop laughing. There's somebody laughing in the corner of the room. Uh, brutally assaulting uh, these that ruined my <laughs> thank you for that it's very positive. it is positive, positive. I don't, there's a third person who wants to be part of this interview do you want to be part of this <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, yeah so yeah mm, you, you can be if you want to do you have anything positive to say mm, I don't know I, I don't think so yeah, this person doesn't have positive to say. It's very, uh, it's very easy to critique. It's very easy to critique. It's not easy to come up with something positive at the end of an interview. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. This person cannot keep up with this conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was very empowering, empowering to see people, even despite the police brutality, to keep going again and again. Mm. They made it past like two police lines, and there was a third one with police dogs that uh, attacked some uh, some of our activist friends. Um, and this, and these people still kept going, and they're still uh, as soon as they got out of uh, Gaza or jail, um, what could be jail, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they got back into it. They're like already back here in the camp and ready to get uh, organized again. Cool. All right. Now, with that said, I want to say thank you very much to Sasha and Avik of Lutzerat Liebt. Uh Thanks for coming on. Thanks for telling us about it. Um, we will have any links to description in uh, the podcast for people who want to uh, uh, keep up with anything that you've mentioned or keep up with what's going on, on the ground. And uh, yeah, from Berlin, from a dumb guy who makes jokes on the internet, uh, solidarity. Cool. cool. Thanks for being here. And yeah, let's spread the message. Wow, what a great interview that we all just listened to. Who <laughs> was experiencing this for the first time? <laughs> This is how the, the sausage magic, is made. The magic of podcasting. Is that the sausage is made? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like seeing it. No one. I never want to eat a podcast again. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so uh, check out the links in the description for uh, what you can do with that and keep a, a track of everything that's happening in Lucerat. Um, yeah, Cole Bad. Uh, that's that's especially that, that one. Like, that, that's it's fucking useless. Goal. It's fucking stupid. Like, fucking stupid fight that they're having there. Germany Jesus. has discovered dumb coal. <laughs> Literally, yeah. it's like it's it's basically a pride thing at this stage. It's just like yep. no, we have the power to 
get this call so we're gonna get this my, call. my favorite conspiracy theory is it's a, a, a it's due to kind of like the the anti-slavic uh, um, believing that you're uh, germans are superior to poles this is the only reason we're doing it because if we didn't do this we would have to depend on polish coal we yeah, can't have that we cannot have that <laughs> yeah no it would be a very dumb reason for this to be happening um but i wouldn't the, put it past them either so yeah not that the reasons are good anyway <laughs> yeah, exactly um so yeah that was another episode of corner spady thank you for listening uh, make sure to catch us on patreon.com forward slash corner spady for an extra episode a week uh anything else to shout out um do you know a venue in hamburg that will do a podcast that roughly seats about 50 to 70 maybe 100 people a hundred? We can, we can, hey. Oh, wait. Yeah, we <laughs> I don't mean to toot our own horn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're coming to Hamburg this summer, hopefully, but we need a venue. Tell us about a venue. Uh, speaking of live shows, uh, friends of the show, Trash Future, will be in Berlin. I'm going to shout them out because I helped them get the venue. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll put a lot of very annoying email work into this and uh, yeah you should come out and see that and also we'll probably all be there in some capacity so you can say hi to us <laughs> as well <laughs> like let's, let's be real here come on you knew this <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah theme song is by Melty Brains I think they have a new album out you should check it out the, new, the, the theme song isn't off the new album it's off a very old album <laughs> but still <laughs> the new album's good I used to live in a big house with all of them. Anyway. Cute. Yeah, it was cute. And then the, the chimney on the wall caved in. <gasps> it, was, it was... Just Irish things. Just Irish things. <laughs> the rental market's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we lived in... Okay, so, okay. <laughs> Quickly, before we wrap up. Before we wrap up. And we lived in this big, like, it used to be a country house, but, okay. like, Dublin had sprawled so much that this is now, like, the suburbs the of suburbs, Dublin. The suburbs, um, And before we moved in, I believe it was a French crack den, like a bunch of French people live there and we're just drugs all the time um, <laughs> and blaring music and stuff like that. So there was no heating. Um, the shower didn't work. Um, and yeah, eventually the wall with the chimney on it caved in. Um, and there was French graffiti everywhere. <laughs> all over oh the my house. God. But rent was 200 a month. <laughs> 200 yeah in dublin that's right? insane i mean no wonder like yeah, it's fucking... like every, everyone who lived there apart from me was just like a struggling musician of some sort um so i would just come home from work and there would just be like a bluesgrass band in the kitchen and i was like well i'm just gonna make some pasta <laughs> if you don't mind <laughs> like a banjo playing so I'm like, all right let's go so yeah Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Ciao, ciao, everyone.